Welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with conversations and comedy. This week on the show, we discuss side effects, answer some listener questions, and bring back Netflix and Chili. Kevin. Hi. Uh, welcome to the show. We're back. We're back. We promised. Mm-hmm. And we delivered. Let's start off hot and fresh. With so hot. S- smoking. Uh, 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 with some opening, god damn it, with some opening monologue jokes. We're immediately going to cool things off. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's my joke. It's the holidays, as you know. As we know. And take, for example, mm-hmm. the, a situation where one family member who worked at an office supplies store. Yeah. Why was this family member... So revered when it came to meals vis-a-vis the holiday season. Why is that? Because they always brought the staples. (laughs) Good job. Good job. Thank you. Okay, here's mine. Uh Mine's a meme. (laughs) It's a a picture of me. (laughs) And it says... Okay. This is the top text. It, that's what I'm trying to decide. Uh-huh. Yeah, top text says, when you think you're a Mandalorian, and then on the bottom it says, but you actually a baby Yoda. Kevin, we should talk. Please. <laughs> Last week, um, we didn't... It's not like no one's supporting us, but rather, like, you know, there was no secret ending. No one knew. No one knew. And, you know, people... Because it's a monthly support system... It's it's not like people have stopped supporting us, but this is all to say, should we stop doing opening monologue jokes? Do you think that's actively hurting us? Should we protest our own show? I, You know, it could be a ratings hit. Fuck, that would really backfire. Yeah. Like, what if everyone stopped supporting if that meant we would stop doing? Fuck. <laughs> or, like, people would pay us if we would just stop the show. Like, just please. Yeah, well, I guess we'll say this. We won't do secret endings if uh, there's no new supporters. Oh, and that's your loss because it does seem like the one thing people like. <laughs> this is so, when we say two words in unison three times for the last eight seconds of the show. Yeah, and this is a brutal ultimatum, but sometimes in the podcasting industry, you got to understand it's this cutthroat. It is. Okay. Welcome to our first segment, Isung's Conversation featuring... Okay, Kevin. Hi. When we were discussing the outline of this episode, because all these episodes- Months ago. Months ago. Incredibly pre-planned. In fact, I'm reading off of a notes sheet right now. Yeah. And it's dusty. You had to blow it off. Uh Uh-huh. It's a tome. Ooh. I- It was a pharaoh. (laughs) Was expecting, I was uh, I was a little bit worried because my topic of conversation was not necessarily a you know top of the show segment. Yeah, when we were discussing what we wanted to do first, you pretty aggressively pushed the other thing, and I was like, "How about we do your thing first? And you're like, "Uh." So I don't know how this is going to play. Great. I've been taking some anti-anxiety medication. This is, of course, this is old hat. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's typical you. Typical me, but so it's this new. It's Lexapro. Uh, for the last like month, so mm-hmm. month and a half. Hey, when I upgraded my uh, Alexa device, amateur. when I upgraded my Alexa device, uh, that was also an Alexa Pro. And just remember, if you stop supporting us, <laughs> these are the type of jokes you won't be getting. I like when I went, "Hey, I want I." You already had. <laughs> You're taking Alexa Pro, but also. Even if you don't support us, we'll still keep doing the show. Sorry, you know? you're Sorry. lost. Yeah, again. And ours. <laughs> and ours. Everyone's losing here. Uh-huh. Um, I've been taking Lexapro. It's an anti-anxiety thing. To the most part, I think it's working because, like, whereas before I would spiral on something for like days or weeks, yeah. But now it's like maybe just only one day or a few hours That's I would good. spiral on something and then it's over. Um, That's huge. However, and you re- might remember. You know, a lowercase c comedy theater segment we did, I guess, two weeks ago at this point, where we talked about funny side effects. Yeah. Lexapro, I am, I'm not interested in intimacy anymore. Okay. As in, like, I am just straight up not interested. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, wild that I can make this choice of being, like, anxious and a horn dog. Ugh. Or... 
or chilling and, you know. A corn dog. A corn dog. <laughs> you know what? You're right. People should be supporting this show. I mean, that's fucking amazing. Sorry. Um, yeah. So that's a big side effect. Yeah. And, and, you know. Whenever I've said my previous stand-up jokes mm-hmm. on this show, you know, it hasn't gone that well. But this is a... I disagree. Okay, well, this is a previous stand-up joke that I had Great. concerning this topic. <clears throat> you know when you're getting it? And the other person's like, wow, you're so good. And you're like, I know. And you think you're a Mandalorian, but you actually a Baby Yoda? <laughs> See my friend's meme. <laughs> Say, okay, this is me on stage. It's not like one of the side effects of getting firefighters is more fire. Oh, no. Did you get a disease? I'm just saying, like, you know how sometimes antidepressants, like, can make you more depressed as a side effect? It's not like a side effect of firefighters is more fire. Yeah. I like it. It's funny. Kevin, if I asked you to laugh right now, what would that sound like? <laughs> okay, I mean, that's very convincing. That's scarily convincing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for doing that. I'm sorry. That's uh, funny. <laughs> um, so it's just like, I have a question. Would you make that trade? It seems like this horrible, like, you know what? I, it's like that, like, you know, old folk tale of, oh, of course I'll grant you your wish, but you must, oh, but it won't be what you think it is. Mm-hmm. There's something else. You will have to, if the price is not in terms of money, let's just say. Hmm. I'm starting to realize why you wanted to do this. Yeah, as a second second segment. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of a wild would you rather. Right. And here's the thing. My parents don't listen to this show or I think your parents do. I confidently know they do. Yeah. And so this is a wild. gross jokes with them. Uh Uh-huh. Or on this show knowing that they listen. Mm -hmm. Um. Would I want to keep my sanity <laughs> or like what I want to yeah. bring down my anxiety? Uh-huh. I think if my anxiety was higher than it is now, I would consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's also tough. Like that's a conversation you have to have with your partner too and stuff. Like, right. It's, it's, it's a tricky situation. I, I really... I don't have like a yes or no answer. I think it more like depends on how I'm feeling because I think there was like an earlier time, granted I haven't taken any medication mm-hmm. for my mental health. Um, but I think there was an earlier time where I like would have said yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I feel like I'm in a place where I would say no because I feel healthier but if I feel like my anxiety was like crippling me for a few days, mm-hmm. I would definitely make compromises um, to like help with that. If yeah, that makes sense, for sure. It's the tough thing about it's the scary thing about like medication. Like I, I don't know how much I should talk about this, but like my sister has had medication where mm-hmm. uh, it has helped and other times where it's just been a total flop. For sure. I think that's I think that's more common than the other side where it's like, yep. first medication, yum! Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, mm, yum, 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 yum. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yum, 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 yum. It's so good. It's, it's like so good. Yeah. Oh, oh. My favorite food. Uh-huh. And, but it's happiness. <laughs> Can I ask you an ir- irrelevant question? Yeah. One of the people I met in London said that she's on a song. We get it. You went abroad. I'm like you now. I know. I should have smoked cigarettes. No, Kevin. Sorry. Um, She's on a softball team with people that are from like eight different countries. Uh So now they're doing a thing where once. Talk about um, uh, uh, making rounding the bases. Yeah, but where each base is a different hemisphere. Yeah. Nailed it. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um,. Um, so each month they're going. That to, was a tragedy. They're what going just for. Uh, it was like here's the metaphor I'll make to your metaphor. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like watching a pop fly, and you're seeing a, the uh, someone in the outfield run for the ball, and you, as an audience member, see they're running straight toward a pole, and you're yeah. like, "Don't hit the pole! Don't hit the pole! Don't hit the pole!" Right. That's how it kind of felt watching. You. Watching me do that joke. So. Each each person on our team, not each, but a lot of them are from different countries. Each month, they're going to go to a different themed 
restaurant for like their country. Uh-huh. And so she was saying like, what should I do as an American? Ooh. And I was like, barbecue? Mm-hmm. And she was like, maybe someone I think else is doing barbecue. I what do you no think idea. it would be? I think like, um, I think, yeah, that's so tough because I've thought about that before too. I think it's like literally like Italian cuisine is that's, like pretty yeah. synonymous with American cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'm speaking out of complete ignorance and I don't know what I'm talking about. But it's also like, I guess it's just like burgers and barbecue and like. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah I, I truly don't know what I would say. Like imagine you're at a Little League baseball game and they're doing like, you know, you can buy like a chicken dinner and there's like chicken and beans and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is very upstate New York. Yeah. I had a joke I've made a few times. I should have done this as a monologue joke. Uh-huh. Also, not really a monologue joke. Uh-huh. Do you know how, like, if you pay someone in cash, they'll often, like, hold it up to the light to see if it's fake? Constantly. People are very suspicious. And um, I just had, like, a sketch idea of, like, someone doing that, but it's at, like, a Little League softball game. So you're getting, like, a Snickers for $1, but they're just constantly, like, looking up, and they don't believe that, like, any of the money is real. Right. Even though it's all, like, 50 cents and like a dollar 50. And Kevin, I mean, we've talked about this on the show just to take like such a brave stance on capitalism Mm -hmm. with our jokes. It's like, should we be more famous? Look, I don't know. The answer is always yes. Yeah. Can I tell you a joke that I think I've said before? Mm -hmm. But I think it like ages with wine. Cool. Okay. So it's like a parody of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Have I told you this? No. Okay. But it's like, you know, the two main characters, they're like, Let's go to my to dungeon play pen mm-hmm. room. Dun- my dungeon play pen. My dungeon play pen. My dungeon play pen. <laughs> my dungeon play pen. Oh, God. But before that, we have to get some office supplies at Home Depot. Okay, and then cut to Home Depot. Okay, what do you think for painting the walls? This shade of gray uh, or this <laughs> shade of gray? And they go through a lot of shades of gray. Yeah. Um, how about like Fifty Shades of Bay, and it's oh, like an appreciation of that's pretty good. Yeah, VSO. Yeah. So mental health. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just like a weird. Trait. Yeah, it is weird, but you feel better. Better, but like you know, I've never had to decide how important this is to me. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, the 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 the. Uh, the horn dog versus corn dog mm-hmm. aspect of living life. And so it's just like, oh, okay, time to make that time to make that decision. <laughs> time to make that choice. Does does this seem like a like a permanent medication that you'll be taking, or does this seem like a temporary thing? I, I, I I'm hoping that it's a temporary thing, but at the same time I'm like, well, ideally now I'm just rushing to the end, which I don't know what that necessarily looks like, you know? What do you mean by that? Like I I, I don't know when I can stop. You know, I, t- I asked my psychiatrist and he was like, yeah, ideally this is like not forever thing, but. Yeah. I mean, how long have you been taking it? Not like that a month long. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it might be like a couple month thing where it's yeah. just like. I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. And not like I'm fixed, right. but like. I'm stable. I feel like feel I'm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm in a better place stability wise where then you might go off it a little bit. Um, yeah. I think like. Part of the difficulty is that, like, I know my job's going to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that, like, feeling doesn't feel great. Um, That's true. I mean, but, like, you're building your resume. Like, you have, like, a pretty huge thing you're adding on there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, to be honest, like, fun situation where it's, right. like, you know there's, like, an end day. But, I don't know, there's a lot of good things that could happen, too. Like for sure, get picked up for another season, mm-hmm. or go back to Doughboys, get off right. for another gig. Yeah. Um. So there's options, but obviously, as a person with anxiety, that's easier said than done. Just to be like, I'll just assume everything will work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I was such a bad flyer this trip because it's like any sort of turbulence. I'm like, okay, well, I'm writing my will now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the 11 hour flight on the way back was easy because we didn't have any turbulence i yeah. was like how was it this fucking simple i was like well because i wasn't reminded at any moment that i was gonna die yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it's I tough mean, yeah it's like a 
We're not that type of like we're not the types of stand up comedians who will imitate acts or stand up comedians or stand up comedians or comedians or people who stand up. Yeah, who famously are the, were always sitting. Yeah, and and uh, you know we're not the types of uh, people to like you know uh, imitate acts with a stool. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't Dane Cook's vicious circle. Yeah, his, um, um, what was his other tour called? Thing cook. It was like super finger or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Finger thing. Right. Man, he um, he was like the first stand up I really liked. Me like too. In like seventh grade. Me too. And just like looking back, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Because he was literally like, I think to a, a ton of people, their first stand up. Yeah, a ton of people our age. It was for like, sure. Whoa, you can talk about that. Yeah. What? Whoa. He's saying. Fuck. Yeah. And I can watch this on YouTube? What? Yeah. Can you imagine kids these days like listening to us being like, what? You can be this boring and still have a podcast? Sometimes I wonder like how there are so many people with podcasts and Mm -hmm. it's like, well, so many people have set the bar so low that the listeners go, I can do this. Right. So it just becomes this like the spreading like in idiocracy where it's like you see the web like and then this idiot had 10 kids with this idiot yeah. and then they had 10 kids um but there's some good podcasts out there yeah this is all to say yeah i'm still a virgin welcome to netflix and chili we're back we're back they said it could not be done they asked if it could not be done. They begged and threatened to pull their financial support had we done it again. Yet, we are back. <laughs> um, For those who don't know, thank you. Netflix and Chili is a podcast that Kevin had years ago mm-hmm. where he would review a bowl of chili and some Netflix titles based on their description alone. Yes. Okay. Like most episodes, there is no chili. Mm-hmm. But the Netflix descriptions are here. <laughs> this first one is for a show called Mary Happy Whatever. <laughs> the gruff but protective patriarch of a tight-knit family feels anything but jolly. Yikes. When his daughter brings her musician boyfriend home for Christmas. That's cool. Dennis Quaid. Others. <laughs> Wait, does it say that? No. Oh, okay. Um... I mean, this, it sounds like... Isn't gruff kind of like a hunky word? Oh, God. Could you imagine being called gruff? Oh, you're making a disgusted face. No, I mean, like, I would like to... Like, I would never be called gruff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, One of the things I noticed in London was, like, the men are so beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. I think part of it is, like, just people there in general. And you were like, oh, reminds you of you song. Like, constantly. (laughs) Yeah, it just kept reminding me of you. The women were, like, truly everyone there was, like... Very attractive. Uh-huh. I think part of it is everyone walks everywhere. Yeah. There is not a lot of like, oh, stuck on the 405 all day. <laughs> everyone is just, I think, in good shape because mm-hmm. they're constantly walking all the time. But all of the men's facial hair was very like well kept. Mm-hmm. Kept? Kempt? Kempt. Kempt. Um, it was well kept for being so kempt. <laughs> uh, and... Everyone dressed so nice. Yeah. And they do gruff in a way where it's like gruff, but I'm put together. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is. Talk about a big Ben. Oh, man. It truly was. Uh-huh. God. You saw, you're really killing it on the jokes. And uh, I know I kind of ruined it by addressing <laughs> each one, um, but I'm very proud of you. It's so funny that uh, oh, you still got it, even when you're really, really tired. Even though you were so tired. <laughs> that was really funny. It's very, very sweet. I don't mean to. Um, yeah. She's the best. Yeah. Okay, the gruff but protective. He just sounds like a dick. Patriarch, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's just like a nicer way to say shitty person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what they were going What's for. What's wrong with a musician boyfriend? Yeah. Come on, my, Mr. Gruff. My bet is the music. he's kind of like an obnoxious L.A. hipster boyfriend. Oh, yeah. But what if he's not? Like. Right. Maybe we should watch the shows that we're discussing. But right, but that's too effort. Yeah, that's a radical idea. Um, and I don't know. There's just something about this where it's like one stereotype doesn't like the other stereotype. <laughs> um, yeah, and 
uh, but his uh, his daughter brings her. I don't know. This just is like, um, it sucks shit. It also seems like they didn't even put enough care into the title mm-hmm. to justify anyone watching it. Married, happy, whatever. I know it's a joke, but it's just like that's a great a different point. title. Yeah, yeah. So like, why marry happy? Right. Two redundant words next to each other. Two synonyms next to each other. And then whatever. You can Unless he's British, the boyfriend's British, we might be like, okay, Merry Happy Holidays, question mark. Uh-huh. Parentheses, we don't know. Um, there's some like cultural differences here. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin, mm-hmm. did you when you were in London, did you ever go into one of those red phone booths? And you were like, where am I or when am I? <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. I stood outside of it and took a photo and then I like peeked in like, I wonder what it looks like. And the phone was destroyed. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Um, so yeah, that's Mary happy, whatever. <laughs> um, how many are we doing? Three? Let's see. There's seven, okay. which sounds like a lot. <laughs> Some of these I think are just kind of funny. Uh-huh. This one is for fireplace for your home. That, oh, it's just a fireplace. Yeah. It's okay. just a video of a fireplace. How could this go wrong? Let's see. For the first time in 4K Ultra HD, everyone's favorite Yuletide fireplace snaps and crackles in crystal clear high def holiday warmth. Honestly, that might be the best description, description ever. Yeah. Yeah. Compliments, 10 out of 10. Compliments to the writer. To the chef. Christmas break-in. Okay. Okay. This is a separate title? Yes. Okay. Stranded at school before holiday break. Oh. A precarious girl gets into the spirit of saving when a trio of robbers trespass and hold the janitor hostage. Look, it's too much. Macaulay Culkin called. He wants his premise back. Well said. (laughs) There's just something about these descriptions to me, and we've said this before, Mm -hmm. where they're cramming so many ideas Mm -hmm. into a single sentence that you have to read it a few times to like grasp it. Yeah. And plus, you know what gets me into the holiday season? What? Hostages. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I really feel most comfortable when I know others' lives. Someone's lives are, are at, at stake. stake. Yeah. 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 And I want to know how she got into the spirit of saving. Yeah. Money? Does she start a Roth IRA? Time? She starts waking up a little earlier and maybe going to bed at a reasonable time. Willpower. She just gives up on a few more things per day. Friendships. She maybe cuts out the toxic people in her life. Ducks. Mm -hmm. Fosters a duck. Fosters a duck. Starts taking good care of it. Mm -hmm. I have a duck story from London, too. We walked past someone who was on the phone, and she said, Duck! "Um, How did she word it? Uh It's a thousand feet under the water like some of the ducks. And I was like, wait. What's happening with the ducks here? This next one is called The First Wives Club. Okay. I think this is like a pretty famous show. Mm-hmm. Following a friend's suicide after, uh. after her husband dumps her for a younger model, three women plot payback against their two timing exes. This was one that I screenshotted and said, no comment. I agree. And so I just kind of wanted to read it to read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one is called Royal Pains. This is a famous show as well, right? I believe you. Okay. Dr. Hank Lawson, don't love the name. Don't love the name. Unexpectedly gets a career upgrade as a freelance physician treating New York's aristocratic upper crust in their posh Hamptons homes. This sounds like it sucks. The dude... Assuming the photo is of Dr. Hank Lawson, uh-huh. he does look like the snobbiest white guy I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Um, see a picture of this guy. He's got the shades on. Oh, He's just, God. he is the enemy. Yeah. Um, and I'm he saying this like, as someone who once looked like it. No, I'm just. <laughs> he looks like every Twitter reply guy's avatar. Yes, it really is reply pains. Yeah. Great. We're five for five. Wow. This one's called Kath and Kim. That sounds great. As Kath prepares to wed fine meats purveyor Kel, okay. her daughter Kim okay. moves um, back home after becoming disillusioned with her two-month marriage to Brett. We got a classic case of the name overloads. Name overload. Four names in a description. Kath, Kel, Kim, Brett. Also, excuse me, too many hard consonants. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, uh, the consonants club would like to have a word with you. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, because they're nauseous. They're nauseous. They can't stand it. So we we address the name issue. Uh huh. As she prepares to Ke- wed, wait, Kevin, please. just really quickly. Do you think this is just like a worse? How did this get made? It's an. It's you know what it is. Uh-huh. It's the 2019 version. Ooh, yeah. Millennials don't have time to watch shows or yeah. movies. Come on, brah. They're all. They're all tw- Twitter headlines. Sorry, I know? didn't even. I was looking at my phone. They're not reading the article. They're looking at the headline and moving on. <sighs> Wait, can I just say something? Uh huh. Last night I went to a Popeyes. Okay. This is a story about shame. No, it's <laughs> um. Th- 15 high schoolers were in front of me in line. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what that world was like. They were all swearing. They were all looking at their phones. They were pulling up embarrassing photos of one another. Whoa. They were Any like, good ones? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was looking at all of them. Sure. Um, it was just like, oh, I forgot what that was like. And it's so scary. Yeah. Because you can feel how like, I don't know, fragile everything is. Yeah. It immediately makes me uncomfortable. Um there's something about kids or adults with alcohol yeah. where a filter is lost that was once very much appreciated. Yeah. We went to this cave bar in London, and there was a couple making out next to us. And then when she sat back in her chair, because she sat on his lap. Get this, a cave. Yeah, right? She sat back in her chair and fell. Oh. Part of it was probably probably the alcohol. After she did this, she tried to pour both of the glasses of wine back into the bottle. And oh, boy. you could say missed. <laughs> um, but I also think it was like a weird environment, and it was very small, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame her 100% for the fall. Now, what happened after was the man went into what I would call a negging technique, uh. Uh, where he insulted her a lot. Um, for this, thinking no. that she would find it funny. However, it I, w- I won't say it worked, but right. I will say oh, no. she kind of was like, ha. Now, granted, the mood changed drastically. Right. Where it How was, close were you to these people? Literally, I was touching his shoulder. <gasps> okay. Um, to push him away. Yeah. Uh, no, but we were very, very close, and it made me pretty grumpy. Um, but it was like, I don't know. There's just something about here's my here's my solution. Everyone just shut up. <laughs> and that's going to conclude this episode of Netflix and Chili. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Maybe Do Your Questions. We have a few more. Mhm. Thank Let's- Thank yeah. you so much to everyone who's been sending them. They're very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, reminder, send them to maybe don't pod at gmail.com. Right. And our password is, <laughs> no. Um, I really like answering the questions. And I think they also pull out stories uh, out of us that we might normally not naturally bring up. Mm-hmm. So they're... They're cool in that way. Now, mm-hmm. we only have two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a shorter one and a longer one. Which one do you want to do? Let's do the shorter one. Okay. Um, this one is for you, Song. Hi, guys. Um, this comes from Josh. Hi, guys. All right, real quick at the top. Here's my joke. Wow. Look at us inspiring people. Yeah. What's you, Song, and Kevin's favorite breakfast food? Maybe grain... Close. Uh, <laughs> maybe donut. Oh, nice job, Josh. But I swear to God, if you like think you're gonna host the show now, I swear we will cut God. this out of the episode. Yeah. I love the show so much, especially all of the candid and genuine moments that truly set it apart from the other pods. Thank you. Thank you. My question is specifically for you, Song. But Kevin, feel free to chime in. We'll see. Who is your favorite legal? Le- who is your favorite wow. League of Legends champion to play? I'm a huge Fizz fan mm-hmm. and love one-shotting squishy carries. Sorry for the complex lingo, Kev. It's fine. It's all going over my head. I got really excited when Yusung mentioned his league fandom on a Doughboys app. Yo. Now I feel bad that Kevin is excluded from the question. So here's my softball for my boy. What's your favorite color? Um, Black. Just want to say thanks for the amazing show, and I love you both, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Josh, thank you for your question. Um, can I? Can I? Uh, yeah. So uh, you can uh, take it away with the nerd shit. Nerd, nerd, urban dictionary. Some of this. Fizz is a character in League of Legends. 
Nurban Dictionary. Oh, something that they incredible. should experiment with. Um, one-shotting means to kill another character in one shot. Makes very, sense. very quickly. I believe it. Squishy character is the opposite of a tanky character. Tanky characters have a lot of health and defense. Squishy characters have a lot of offensive power, but they're very squishy as an easy to Got it. kill. Um, I feel like Mitch in a Doughboys episode <laughs> where you guys are talking about this. It's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. Uh, I think uh, champions that I like to play. So League of Legends. Oh, my God. I can't believe I ended the first segment with I'm a virgin. And Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, League of Legends is a five-on-five game. Mm-hmm. It's you and four other teammates. Real people versus five other real people. And for the listener who is like, kind of zoning out like uh-huh. me something that i think adds a little more helpful context is and we've talked about this like maybe two months ago mm-hmm. esports now make like more money than real sports yeah yeah seriously yeah. so uh get with the times and uh All right. take it away to make this in- segment more interesting it's gonna rhyme okay oh good idea yeah okay my favorite do you want to sh- play a little key with yeah it? okay let's do it Oh, this is so fast. Okay. Oh, wow. This is really fast. Okay. You right, don't want to slow it down? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're talking about League of Legends today. And boy, oh boy, do I have something to say. If we're talking about champions that keep it fresh, I like to play the support named Thresh. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pretty fun to go mid. I'm gonna regret this is what I did. My first character that I liked didn't cost any bucks. I like shooting lasers with the mid laner Lux. Yeah, good job. That was really good. Oh, and a little drum fill to end. Yeah. Um, is that good? I mean, the rhyme was good. Thank you. Uh, I, I'd like to think of my swagger and flow as my strengths of rhyming. Um, And... <laughs> I just want to say that like Thresh is a very like ghouly character. He's very green. Mm-hmm. He's a support, which means that you just help around. You have a hook that's called a death sentence. Because yeah. if you land it, you're reeling people into their death. And then Lux, she's really cool. Um, she's really attractive. And, Whoa. And, um, but Yusong just rolled his eyes. No, 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 no. No, because of your medication. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which I don't care about anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's over it. And my body pillow hardly sees any time of day these days. Your body pillow? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, well, ship it over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Lex is cool. She's really, she's really pretty and has a big laser. <laughs> Did not know where that was going. <laughs> I will say for myself, uh-huh. I just learned that you can rent video games on Redbox. Yeah. Now, I, I hey, did not know hey, that. Hey, Kevin, 2001 called. Right? They, they want their reference. I posted back. photos of Blockbuster and was like, remember these days, yeah. kids? Because I was like, should I get the new Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think is what it's called? Because mm-hmm. I really like the Star Wars video games. I'm not a Star Wars person. Mm. Um, and then a bunch of people responded, go to Redbox and rent it. And I was like, excuse me, miss? Um, so when I went and got my groceries, as I do, uh-huh. um, with Leah, she was like, there's a red box right here. So we did, and I was so pleasantly surprised. And, I, yeah. and it made the game experience so much more fun because it was like seven bucks for three days. Yeah. I had a great time. Are you going to purchase it? I can't, Now, this is what I might do. Uh-huh. But now I'm in that weird gray area. I might rent it another three days. <laughs> but then it's like at that point, yeah. maybe you should have just bought it. Right. I can hear a Redbox executive cackling listening yes, to this. It's all going according to plan. Yeah. Um, because it's a little it's a little slow. People uh-huh. have compared it to like Uncharted, uh-huh. just this like open world. And I was like, why am I sliding so much and exploring so much? I just want to be kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll rent it for another three days. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you playing recently? I know I asked you this like um, last week. I've been just playing a lot of Pokemon, right? Yeah, League of Legends and like Leah wanted me to take a photo for you of like oh, there was people in so Pikachu nice. co- there oh. Pikachu with Santa hat. Right. It was but very cute. Because of my medication, now I don't care. Yeah, because I used to like rev you up. Yeah. And now it's slowing you down. Anyway. 
Josh, was it? Thank yes. you for your question. Appreciate it a lot. Hope you see success on Summoner's Rift. Sure. Okay, so this one is from Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, guys. I'm such a big fan of the show. I find it crazy how often I relate to what you guys are discussing. Honestly, so do we. <laughs> I'm from South Africa, and I moved to Whoa. Chicago about a year ago. That's cool. awesome. I moved here for culinary school. Now, what? I just want to pause and yeah. say I had a friend who also went to culinary school. Do mm -hmm. you know what the acronym for CIA? Yeah, right? Right? My friend Sterling in high school well, said- Sterling, he sounds like he's at the wrong CIA. He's really cool. Yeah. He said, I, did you guys know I'm joining the CIA? But didn't say it like, not that one. He right. just assumed everyone knew. And we're, we're like, Sterling, that's so cool. And he's like, no, it's the Culinary Institute of America. And I wonder how often they discuss that. Right. Um, Jeremy might be in the CIA mm -hmm. anyway, or both of them. Uh, knowing I moved here for culinary school, knowing absolutely no one in the whole country. Oh, my God. I find that while working in the kitchen, I am friendly and approachable enough. However, I struggle immensely with making the transition from on-campus friends to free-time friends. Um, somehow, I find it easier to initiate romantic relationships than platonic relationships. Wow. As I find the process of courtship a little more straightforward True. and well-defined. True. As both of you are in relationships but deal with some level of social anxiety, I hope you can identify and give me some advice. Thanks uh -huh. so much. First of all, congrats. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge thing. That's a, I mean, it's a life-changing experience. I hope that, like, occasionally— you can pat yourself on the back being like, fuck yeah, I did that. Yeah, and you should, and I hope that you did. Yeah. Secondly, I agree with you mm -hmm. full-heartedly. Yeah, it seems like the process for relationships is like more spelt out in our society. Yeah. Maybe probably for the better. I'll give you a little swipety-swipe. Uh-huh, a, a little, little, little kissity-kiss. Kissity-kiss, and then we'll get married. Yeah, this is um, a classic three-step courtship. So here's the thing. I actually have a good response to this. Cool. Um, and you know me, rolling in friends, uh -huh. so many friends, uh -huh. so many friends that I definitely- Your friends don't... got friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's easy for us to say like, oh, if you're in uh, LA and you want to do a comedy, just take a UCB class, you'll meet a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you that. But I, uh, there's this series, there's this video series on the Atlantic, um, and Kevin's holding up a sign that says, you sound, you're such Wrap a cool intellectual. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I had to flip the sign. Wrap it up, you're a cool intellectual. Those are the two things on the sign. Uh -huh. um, Sides. But it's James Hamblin, If Our Bodies Could Talk. And he's a UCB guy. Like, he's a journalist that, like, did all the UCB courses, and he's really, really funny. Okay. Um, but one of his videos was about how to talk to strangers, and it was like, you know, the easiest way that this could happen is, like, say you're in a park. And then, like, this is not the example that they used, but, like, a bird poops on a statue of a bird in the park. A bird poops on a okay. statue <laughs> of a bird. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Uh, a bird poops on a statue. Okay. And then you can say to another person, isn't that funny how that bird pooped on that statue? Yeah. Where it's, like, you and another person, A and B, both see a common thing, C. Yep. And then you can connect over that. See thing. Yeah. So I'm imagining you're in the CIA. You got your sunglasses on. You got your suits on. Knives out. Knives out for culinary purposes. For culinary purposes, you're chopping carrots and suits. You're 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 in the mix. Yeah. The sous chefs are sewing it up. Need their garnishes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I watch Kitchen Nightmares. Mm -hmm. I'm living one. <laughs> and then afterwards, you can be like, "Wow, I can't believe that we had to make." three blueberry veneers today. So, <laughs> sorry, I came up with another idea. Um, but, so you're saying like relating over your work experiences. Yeah. I, I imagine that it kind of seems like that's what they're doing. They just don't know how to do it over video games or drinks. Oh, for sure. Something. And I think like there will be some nights um, where, you know, I think it does take like a certain like either really good or really bad event. Not like really bad, but just to like open that space for potential connection. For sure. Whereas like, oh man, it's a tough day. Like plow your car into a parked car and yeah, be like, oh, yeah. God, I really oh, want to talk fuck. to you. Fuck. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's a good suggestion. Okay. And like, but then you can be like, oh man, wanna get a drink. Just like yeah. super casually. Mm -hmm. I'm about to head to a bar. I have a story uh, very similar to that type of advice, but uh -huh. I want to say something else. 
unrelated to that. Uh-huh. I have all these London stories right now. Apologies, it's because we're recording the day after I landed back. Yeah. One of the things they say in Mary Poppins that kind of made me chuckle was they go and hang out with someone who the kids say to Mary Poppins, what are you paying her for if she's not providing you anything? And then she says, I'm paying for the conversation. Mm-hmm. And the whole, I think. And she was on a phone sex hotline. <laughs> That was very confusing. And yeah. I think very inappropriate for these kids. Right. But the moral of the story is conversation is a beautiful thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And I said to Leah after the show, I would actually pay to get out of conversation. Yeah. Um, so how much for this conversation right now? To end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that it's def- difficult to be in uh situations that I don't even know what the point of that story was. I think just that like conversations are yeah, yeah, yeah. difficult. Yeah. And, um, and a thing that like some people, you know, in this case was like literal, but I think figurative as well, um, like are paying to be part of these conversations. And it just was like an interesting perspective on the art of conversation. Now, the advice I wanted to give, which is like exactly like what you were saying, mm-hmm. um, was like a drinks after work kind of thing. Now, I think a very low stakes way to say it is not treating it unlike a date, which like you were saying, um, feels like easier at times. Kind of saying it like, I'm going to get drinks with or without you. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like, oh, you're joining. The offer you're giving is like, it feels lower stakes because it doesn't feel like if you aren't joining me, I'm going home. So it doesn't feel like you're putting pressure on your potential friend of like, oh, now my decision impacts this person's day. Um, So maybe a way to do that is by like, if you have any other friends um, inviting them and then inviting everyone else. Hey, my friend and I are going to go get drinks if anyone wants to come join. Mm -hmm. That way it feels like a more an easier group conversation, a group thing, which I think people are like more inclined to go to yeah. unless, uh, over a, hey, do you want to go get drinks after? Right. It just seems to me like a lower stakes thing. I've done both. Um, the one where it feels easier to get drinks with someone one-on-one or to do whatever you feel most comfortable, mm-hmm. tea, coffee, hanging out, going on a walk, anything, um, is when you already have a rapport with this person, when you have a like some sort of dynamic, and I think time is a factor, mm-hmm. it's not a thing you can do like, in my opinion, like a month or two into like knowing a person. It seems like a thing that you have to have put in some time with the this person before you can just say like, um, hey, uh, do you want to go get drinks? They might be like, I don't even really know you that well. You know, and you can kind of, I don't want to, you can kind of play each situation as it is. Some people have a personality where they'd love to get drinks with someone they don't know that well. Others who are a little more guarded might feel more comfortable doing that with someone who they feel like, okay, I get what this person's all about. Um, Yeah, let's go get drinks. That sounds fun. Um, So yeah, if there are other people, I mean, if you have like, Truly zero friends and you're working off of nothing. You mm-hmm. pro- you do have to do it like one at a time, you know? I There's something to me about like, hey, I'm going to go get a drink if you want to join. Awesome. Like if not, no sweat. I think it just like takes the pressure off of the other person to like, oh shit, this person is truly inviting me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. I think that's great advice. Um, And I do think that like, you know. If you are like starting from nothing, mm-hmm. still it feels like a low stake situation. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a great way to approach it. And find, like, keep finding ways where you can have conversations with people that aren't just about work. Like, if it's like a lunch break or if it's before work or after work, just so it doesn't feel like your entire dynamic is I'm your coworker. Right. Like, people aren't going to want to, like, I'm not going to want to get drinks with someone at Earwolf, who my whole dynamic is, I just work with you. I know nothing about you. Now, that probably says more about me, um, but I think a lot of people feel that way. That's like, if a random person you work with who you've had no interactions with other than um, just, thank you for this email, thank you for that, whatever, it might feel a little like it will catch you off guard. Um, 
Now that probably, again, says more about me being like a little colder Mm -hmm. and a little more like, uh, I already have plans. But if it's someone who, uh, like another coworker who like I catch up with when we're pouring coffee and whatever, and they always say, how's your weekend? And they're very nice. I'm much more likely to get coffee, um, with Kimmy than I am with David. Scott Scott, yes. Yeah. I will say for that- context, there's no one here that is named David, so don't <laughs> go googling David Earwolf thinking I'm dragging someone. I think that like um, the fact that uh, you sent us an email, also just straight up some advice. If you want to keep those friends, don't talk about maybe don't. But also, Smart. Uh, but also, you know, if you think that there's someone who's like really empathetic, who's like you know just like gives nice glances or whatever that Mm -hmm. you think would be like a kind-hearted person yeah you can also very much say like hey do you have a sec like i moved you from south africa i'm having a really hard time like just meeting anyone um i I, and you have to do it like just right and the timing that it's like you know what i mean i think there is a way to do it just with straight up honesty yeah and my advice for that situation is not by asking that person you song might disagree with me here but Uh i would say like and not saying like, hey, I'm from South Africa. I really don't know that many people here. Do you have any suggestions yeah, on like things I could be yeah. doing? Instead of saying, I don't know anybody here. Do you want to be my friend? Exactly, exactly. Because I think like, do you have any suggestions of things to do? The because best- they might say, oh, yeah, come hang out, do this thing right, with me. Right. Or they might say, hey, you should go check out this thing. Right. Or like... Worst case, just ask another person. Like if that doesn't, if that doesn't pay, I can keep it. Like I, and I totally understand how hard and like just emotionally draining this is. So, absolutely, yeah. And one other thing I would say is like be a good listener. Like don't go into conversations if you're looking to like, and this is just decent human being advice. But especially if you're looking to like meet new people. Um, I would go out of your way to like ask people like how they're doing, mm-hmm. how their weekends are going, how they're doing with culinary school. Um, because like if you're the type of person who is only talking about yourself, they probably aren't going to want to hang out with you because they, from the context of talking to you, th- are probably going to assume, maybe rightfully so, that you're just going to be talking about yourself over drinks. But if your conversations with them like you song is saying like if you, if if you're having nice conversations with this person why would they not want to hang out with you and think of some fun one liners to say like hey what do you have a cooking for next semester um i mean you already killed it with the maybe donut line yeah. so and we know you're using your your food skills there yeah so keep doing food puns and then the issue with that, though, is you probably will be not only making a lot of friends, but now having a lot of sex. Wait, was that the first email or this email? Let's see. <laughs> I thought it was this one, and if not, you are screwed. Oh, man. Sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, Josh is going to be having all the friends okay, and but, sex. But here's the thing. Okay, here are some replacement one-liners. Um, vitamin C is the only C I ate. Um I've have so many. Is the only C as in S E A? No, as in like vitamin C is the only C, the letter C I eight. Okay. Um, here's another one. I got so many chefs, my chefs got chefs. Okay. Uh uh knife to meet you. That's a good one. <laughs> and here's my one to you songs three. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen these apples? I would have put a worm in here for my my bad second grade teacher. Yeah, and that's kind of opening up what happened with your second grade teacher, right? And then you do you could, have worms? Yeah, what happened? Right. So you're kind of putting yourself in a situation where they're now obliged to ask uh-huh. what happened. Um. So basically, you could force the friendship. Yeah, Kevin, do you want to grab a drink after this? I'm actually super busy. Okay. Welcome to Lessons Learned. Oh, it sounds much sadder than normal. Where we're going to tell you what we learned this past week. Do you think you would give a good eulogy? I think I do okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know someone who um, had to give the eulogy to the person because they wanted to hear it before they were going to pass away (laughs) and had notes. And honestly, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. 
Um, I think I would do well, but the like perfectionist in me would feel like if I didn't crush, then yeah. it sucked and I'm part of the reason why they died all of a sudden. Yeah. I think it would be a good warm-up eulogist. Get everyone oh, clapping that's a good and idea. cheering. Yeah. You know, making, You're the opener. Yeah, I'm the opener. Everyone knows that it's okay to laugh, etc. But then if you find out it wasn't okay to laugh, uh, you have to read the room. Yeah, you have to read my, the room. My biggest advice, and this isn't a lesson learned, my biggest advice to the openers for uh, people giving the eulogy, read the room. Read the room. It's okay to do some crowd work. Yeah. This guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. These are lessons. <laughs> um, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? Here's my lesson learned. Thank you. Go buy some groceries, you son. I don't know what happened, okay? You really let this like lunch at work thing go straight to your fucking head, my, mm-hmm. my, my dude. Mm-hmm. You got to buy some groceries and it really does not matter where they come from. Please get into the habit of buying groceries again. We were doing so well. It's fun hearing you give advice that I know my girlfriend is listening to going, at what point will he say, I could use this advice? (laughs) For myself, um, in London, someone said, do you have any podcast recommendations? And I just want to say it was a personal victory that I suggested our show. Yo! I feel like I'm normally a person that would go... Um, comedy bing bong uh-huh, and uh, those are the only shows I know did I say it last of like 11 yes but um, I did it in a way and I'm not going to say who else was on this list but I categorized it into a couple categories and the last one was um, people who I like that have fun shows Yeah, and I put a few on there and then the last was ours um, so it was both cool. I was proud of myself for including it, but also I thought it was a nice pat on the back to say, I like myself and yeah. my friend you saw. No, that's that's awesome. And maybe, maybe Kevin, if this goes really well, mm-hmm. we might be able to get like triple digits. That would be nuts. Yeah. And Nicole, if you're listening to it and you think it's weird that I brought up how you asked for some shows, uh, welcome. Go home. And go home.